Yo, yo, real quick. You know, Earth Gang dropped an album yesterday, last night, whatever the case. Yeah, yeah, Ghetto Gods. And in there, we have a track titled Water Boys with Earth Gang, Jid, and J. Cole. Now, this is a long-awaited collaboration. We've been waiting about three years since the last time they all dropped music together on Revenge of the Dreamers 3 back in 2019. So I'm definitely excited that we have it. However, I have a couple gripes with the track. Now, first things first, the instrumental is painfully boring. We get like a little bit of drums, this awkward banjo strings that sort of just, um, we get a couple more strings as the track goes on, but it doesn't do enough. Some chimes that try to breathe, that try to give the track some sparkle, but it loses its magic fairly quickly. Johnny Venus, yo, what's up, man? What's up, gang? I'm loving the hook because it does enough to where I forget about the instrumental. It gets in a bit of a groove, but unfortunately, it doesn't do enough to where it separates itself and, you know, really gives it flavor. Now, going on for the bridge afterwards, most likely to succeed, most likely to twist my weed, most likely took your money doing something I believe. It, it isn't it isn't buying me in. I know going on with the verses from the first one, I was like, all right, um, which direction are we going? So going off with the hook, the bridge afterwards, and his verse in the beginning that references cars and zodiac signs. I'm like, all right, now it's having a little bit more depth, but it's just sort of wishy. Uh, I would say wishy-washy, but I don't know. I'm a bit confused hearing this. He really doesn't catch my attention until he drops it down to my last. I was fucked up. I was down bad. Like cornrow meek. Cornrow meek? Now that's a bar right there. If we could have started off the track with that verse right after the chorus that it would have we would have been on a lot better note but even you know just having to get to this point to where we start getting something ear grabbing is a bit painful going in we get johnny venus again and he doesn't sound too animated honestly i would say he sounds a bit bored or held back and i honestly feel the instrumental is holding him back one of my favorite performances being sacrifices which the instrumental is a bit more simplistic and slow in pacing but he's able to animate himself in a way where we it almost feels like we have various characters in johnny venus's voice that are able to give it variety and uh, again flavor but here it's just eh, eh. god someone stop just take the beat off entirely jid jid playing a short narrative about a man named tin he's in the streets you know he studied banging with the 808s and jid wants to try to help him lay off the streets so we do get that short narrative coming in but i don't know it feels a bit like filler he doesn't do enough from what jid usually does to where it sounds creative um and we get good imagery it just sounds like he's just sort of reading one-liners that aren't working out too well and, you know, but he's steady banging like the 808. Say your boy is breaking the bank. I should hired my boy on a day to day. That's the way he could stay out the way. It's probably the most life you'll get here. I'm loving a bit of the, oh no, the bag he's getting with pronunciation towards the end. And the hoochies pop pussy for poochie and robbers be robbing the robbers. The stuff that we're used to. But it just sort of dies down. The narrative. The narrative it just sort of goes away and it just feels random and awkward honestly compared to the rest of the track we don't get a, a big theme that they're all going for it's a bit inconsistent from johnny venus so far and jid it, it left me wanting more and the fact that he's also scaled back his flow scaled back his candace and it's slow along with the instrumental i'm, I'm not able to love it. it just feels like a, a filler track so far so we get johnny venus again and dr dot starting off with boy you look thirsty We've been parched out here listening to this track. Honestly, I'm on my second water bottle 
because this isn't doing enough. And unfortunately, it just, I'm not buying in. Nigga been wiping up Dookie and burping. I was with the Thule right on my person. I really wanted to pause the track right there and just go on to something else. These are not the bars I'm expecting from you. It isn't funny in a way where it pays off like he's coming in with a joke that's going to circle around. And I can't even say it's corny enough to where you get a chuckle. It's like, ah, I relate to it. It's just sort of, I, I don't even want to say kid like, but yeah, it is a big kid like. It wasn't smooth. It didn't, it wasn't funny. It's sort of awkward and it sort of turned me off to where it's like, I don't want to listen to this. I really don't. But by God's grace, honestly, Dr. Dots, and for the rest of his verse, you're not going to get too much out of it. And then we got Venus with Cole on the hook. And it's like, all right, Cole on the hook. It better not just be the hook. And by the grace of God, we have a Cole verse. That is uh, definitely better than the one where he had with YG. Not to say that one was bad, but to show like, okay, this one is definitely a lot higher when it comes, you know, as far as quality. Okay, let me just stop. But I'm loving it. Yeah, me, I've been laying low. J. Cole being slightly humble, but don't let it confuse you because he's planting the seed of ch and checking this chicken, no GMO. I would argue, depending on the chicken that's GMO, it will taste better than if it was organic. Is the original chicken organic? Are we, re are we referencing farm-raised? Am I, am I just digging too deep into this? Absolutely. These niggas look rich, but they broke. Got me playing poor. Please don't get it fucked up from this homeless aesthetic. A lot of homes. I ain't even put up the tour, but it's sold out already. Again, J. Cole getting into his deep, deep pockets bag. Definitely worth over 100 M's. Flexing the homes while looking homeless. And it, Cole, we all know it. Anytime you announce a tour, it's going to get sold out. I wasn't able to make it to the off season, but whatever's next, I'm making it. I'm making it cool. Now, I mentioned how he planted the seeds for the, and checking this chicken, no GMO. He follows up with, I'm General Soul, how a nigga is breading. Because General Soul's chicken, a popular dish. If you're not aware, I've never ate it, but apparently it is pretty popular. For those of you that are quite educated when it comes to the Chinese dynasties all throughout history, he does reference, depending on how you want to take it, um, So Sung Tongue and So Shi Hai, depending on how you want to go. And, you know, military leaders, uh, generals, officer, and whether you want to go down the Dungan Revolt or, you know, other things relying in that 1870s, 1945 for the Shi Hai, 1812, 1885 for the Xing dynasty, you know, he gets, he get, definitely gets into his reference back. Um, I had no idea about this. I, I definitely, I'm like general. So that sounds familiar, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you, yeah, I got it hundred percent. I know the history. Damn, that was flamed, but it was neat. It was neat. I like getting references like that, that make me want to do more research. And yo, from here, he's definitely the saving grace of the track. He is rejuvenating the, my ears painfully sort of having to deal with the instrumental enough to where I'm not, I'm not even noticing it. I'm paying attention to his flow. I'm paying attention to his lyricism that he, um again, he's tooting his own horn a bit. You see, there's a difference between verses like this. I ain't really that nigga to toot his own horn. But today, look, I'm hawking this bitch. It's, it is a little corny, but, you know, it sort of makes you chuckle. Like, <laughs> come on, Cole. But all right, all right. It's pretty funny, too. But the ones from earlier with the Dookie bars, it's like, bro, are you for real Dookie bars? Come on, man. But going on from there, um, Cole is just giving a great performance. If I happen to be in a mall and you catch yourself looking at me, then you're stargazing. And that's where I want to end it. Honestly, this track, 
if I um you know to rate it, it's like you had two separate meals. Everything up until J Cole was just scallops, scallops that were honestly a little bit overcooked, and they have a decent amount of seasoning, but they don't have another dish to complement it really. Because J Cole, I feel, was on his own diff- his own side of things, so it's just scallops. If you're not a particular fan of seafood, you're really not gonna fuck with it. If you're a fan of seafood, it does enough to where you're satisfied as far as hungered, but your taste buds are left wanting more. As far as taste buds, your ears obviously. And then J. Cole, we have a sushi platter with raw tuna and wasabi. If you love raw tuna and sushi and wasabi, you're definitely going to get filled up. Your taste buds are going to be satisfied. And that is my overall review for this track. It definitely left me wanting more. This feels like filler. Like this, this, this shouldn't have been released with this instrumental. It really shouldn't have been. It isn't terrible. It isn't bad, but unfortunately it's average. And dare I say that's worse than it being terrible. Cause at least if it was terrible, we could have gone away where it was just, um, just didn't work out with different ex- experimentation, but this just felt awfully bland up until we got a J Cole. And that's an issue. Let me know what you guys think of the track over the next couple of days. I might even do for, you know, one of my um, one of my episodes where I just reflect on tracks, how they change for my ears. We'll see how it grows. If it doesn't grow, but it gets worse. But that's it for this track. I'll get you guys on the next episode.